Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters Money Podcast, your source for everything money. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram over at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour set schedule, um, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Sam Wilson on the line. He's founder and CEO over at Parking Your Investments. Uh, Sam, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Adam. Appreciate you having me. So um, I'm excited to get into Parking Your Investments. Uh, definitely a different way that investors are able to uh, diversify their assets and their portfolios, and we're going to get into that. Um, but first off, just tell us a little bit more about the company and why you started it. Sure. Yeah, we buy parking lots and parking garages nationwide, and the reason we started it was really to uh, purchase easy-to-manage, hands-off, cash-flowing, uh, you know, income-producing real estate. So um, let's go. Let's go a little bit further. So I know um, there's a lot of people listening right now. A lot of investors. This is a show in money, and they're thinking, "Huh, I never really thought about investing in that." I mean, you know, you hear a lot of the other, a lot of the other um, markets pretty often. So whether it's you know commercial like office space, medical space, whether it's you know your single family homes, whether you know all these different things um, that people look at for passive income, but you don't hear about parking lots and parking structures uh, or parking lots and parking garages that often. Um, so let's go a little bit more into it. Uh, tell us more. Sure. Yeah. I mean, so you're absolutely right. There's not, there's not a lot of news uh, or publicity in this space. And uh, it's kind of one of the things that, that attracted me to it. Um, just as you said, you know, there's single family, there's multifamily, there's all these different uh, investment classes. But really when I got into it, it was, uh, I was looking for something that was easier to manage. My background was in single family had done, you know, tons and tons and tons of single family uh, residential properties had investors invest with me on that. It was very hard to manage. Um, we, you, you know, that was just a challenge. So when it came to actually um, partnering up with a guy out of Texas and we started buying parking lots and parking garages and it, and it made just all the sense in the world because there's just so limited risk in it. So for us, we're looking for uh, hands-off, easy to manage. Um, you know, we're looking for money to show up in our account every month. So that, that's really what attracted me to the space. And I said, gosh, this is great. I know lots of people that would love a low-risk, decent return investment. So, you know, let's just go ahead long into this. So uh, tell us more about, like, geographies and areas you look for. Let's go a little bit further. So I know there's few people listening right now that are like, all right, this guy has my attention. Um, I want to know more. Um, so tell us a little bit more about geographies you scope out and uh, about this, the assets themselves that normally meet your criteria. Right, sure. I mean, you know, first off, obviously, it has to produce a certain return for us. So, uh, with that in se with that said, we can actually buy nationwide because most of who the people we're working with are national operators. We don't actually operate; we just buy the assets, and we have a couple of operators that we work with that are national operators. Um, so, we buy the assets, plug in the national operator, and that, that being said, we can buy anywhere as long as the cash flow makes sense. Um, but there are certain criteria, I hate to say it because I know you're in California, but, but we stay off the coast typically just from a regulatory taxation. <laughs> yeah. I'm from Michigan, yeah. so it's all right. I, I would stay off the coast too. Taxes, everything else is just not, uh, there's some deep pockets that are, that make it very hard to get into properties, not necessarily at the right, at the right, uh, prices. So no, I'm, I'm, I get it. Go ahead. <laughs> 
Right. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. So so you could look at something in downtown, you know, you could look in New York City, that'd be great, but you're not going to make any money at it, especially if you're running uh, a service parking lot. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you need there's just there's just no money there. So, you know, we're we're looking at kind of your your secondary markets. You're looking at, you know, Cincinnati, um Louisville, Indianapolis, that's a great one, Detroit or um St. Louis. I mean, cities like that and there's there's loads of those cities across the country that that really meet our criteria. So, we we look in all of those places. I mean, we're we're actively um, you know, researching and marketing in all of those locations. How are um how are deals structured? I know and I you know uh, you know obviously there's going to be some nuances there, but um for people that are listening that have never uh that have never participated in pooling assets like this. Talk about talk about how deal structure a little bit. Yeah, it's pretty simple. I mean, we just set up a limited partnership um that owns the asset itself and then, you know, my company obviously is a general partnership and that manages the limited partnership. So for each asset we buy, there's a certain number of investors who are going to get in on that asset, and that's that's the asset that they own. And depending on how uh, how much risk we're taking on, or kind of what the what the profile is, they're either you know we, we'll structure returns differently based on on each asset. If it's a, if it's a very basic asset, um, you know may, maybe the returns are pretty standardized. But if it's something, hey, say you know we try to be open, say hey, look, we're rolling the bones on this a little bit. You're you're going to have mm-hmm. a uh, maybe a suffering on the cash flow on the front end because we, we see we need to turn this lot around, which we run into that a lot. Um, you know, we'll, we'll either find bad leases or you'll find just poor management or we see, you know, there's, there's a variety of things we look for. We say, hey, look, you know, that's a lot we can turn around. So maybe on that one, you know, investors are going to get paid uh, a little bit more of a, of a premium for, for holding out and taking the risk alongside of this. So every asset structured slightly different in the compensation side, but the, but the general form is the same. No, yeah, and it's just like, I mean, just like an apartment building, if we think about that, just a value add. They have to go in and they have to turn the apartment building away, whether it's leases or tenants or something else. Well, parking lots and parking structures or garages have their own set of, of value add uh, propositions, so completely get that. Um, how are, are, the deals, are the deals normally financed or are they normally all cash deals or, or is it a variation of the two, just trying to get a feel for the leverage or if, if there is any um, in, in the type of deals you like to do? Yeah, sure. Of course, um, you, you know, there, there's only a, a handful of lenders that understand parking. Um, That's what I was thinking. I know not. it's very niche, yeah. <laughs> and I feel right. like everybody probably knows everybody, but I don't want to assume that, right? Like, for all I know, I just never l- knocked on the right door in, like, my bank, and they're like, oh, he knows. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. So so we've, we, we've got a specific lender that, that we work with that knows us, that knows what we can do. Uh, the leverage on those, we can typically get them financed at 80%. You wow. Know, and, nice. the, and the yeah, right. So so and because you know because of that, one they understand the asset class, and two, it goes back mm-hmm. to the stability of it. I mean, we yeah. have we, we we work off of unlike an apartment building where it's a it's value add. Like typically for us, we go in with a guaranteed lease. So mm-hmm. they say to us, hey, this is what we're going to pay you every year. This is what your um, increases are going to be every year. And so we go into it with eyes wide open, knowing exactly what we're going to make. Um, so with that, and usually those are five to seven year leases. So we can go to the bank and say, hey, guys, look, you know, there's minimal risk. Um, you know, you got a, a seven-year lease with an operator that's traded on the NASDAQ. Like, you know, there, there's just not there's not much downside to it for us. So the bank is really, you know, pretty pretty easy to work with on it. So what is the um, – I mean, what's the uh – What's the other side of this? So, I mean, obviously, it's, it's low risk, but I, I always have to, you know, play that other side, too. So, there's low risk. I get that. Um, I get that maybe, I guess the, 
because you have the lease in there, you have the leverage, you have everything else. It, it, to me, it seems like any other type of um, real estate asset class, obviously the metrics are just different because you're not dealing with it like a normal cap rate or something like that. Are you dealing with um, basically cash flow in the property just like you would in an apartment building? Is that kind of similar or give me some, give me some thought process around that? Yeah, I, I think I understand your question. I'll answer this, and maybe so you wait, can so wait, say. So, wait, so like, like, let's say a commercial, a commercial building. You're going to the bank, and you're saying, "Hey, I want to, I want to purchase this property, 30 units. This is what its cash flow. These are, this is right. what the current owner gave me. All of their, all of their um, rent, their rent roll, and the other thing. Sure. This is where I think I could do my value add. This is my business plan for it. And you're like, "Hey, will you give me the money? No, or yes. No, we go to the next bank, and until somebody likes it. So with parking lots, I'm just trying to get a feel. Is it like a, a cash flow proposition? On, on, on getting the mortgages and everything else similar to that, or is it really different and I'm off? Just because I've never bought one. No, you you're, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. It's 100% based on cash flow, and it really is based upon the leases that we uh, mm. can sign. So we'll go to our operators, and they'll give us leases ahead of time. So before we've you know, obviously got across the finish line, we know, we know what we're going to get paid. So they look at that, and they say, okay, yeah, it's based on cash flow. Uh, this is what we'll lend on it. And obviously, we've got to get appraisals and things like that. We can't just go completely wildly crazy but like, I, I know sam this. it's okay just give it to him yeah that don't it doesn't work like that right <laughs> right no it absolutely does not absolutely <laughs> does not so yeah i mean it is it, it, it's based on the income approach i mean if that's if that's what you're asking it's absolutely 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 so it's, it's so it's very similar to that or to a, a lot of the other spaces it's just a whole nother asset class and and potential for people to diversify their portfolios um, sure. Because it's, it sounds to me, and I don't know this, but like the like, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you know how some of the um, uh, some of the uh, storage spaces, a lot of people are attracted to those because of maybe the the, the cushion for like recessions and other things like that. Mm-hmm. So this sounds to me like it may have some of the similar characteristics or properties in my offer. No, it absolutely does, and that's that's one of the reasons uh, that I was drawn to it as well. Is that you know, it does it does um, present quite a bit of downside protection. Um, you know, with that, of course, mm-hmm. with your 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 risk in, in your return, it, it's weighted accordingly. I mean, if you're investing in an apartment complex that's a that's a deep value add, I, I personally just put some money in one last week. Um, that was for anyway. Long story short, yeah. it you know that that might return 17 to 20 percent on paper. You know, throughout mm-hmm. the life of the project, you're not going to get that in parking. I mean, yeah. you know, with limited risk, now you're not you're not getting bond rates, but you know, if you if you get six to eight percent annually, mm-hmm. you know, we consider that a, a a very decent return in parking, and especially on a risk weighted uh, return, it's it's amazing. So um, no, that's yeah, that, and, yeah, and yeah. It, it would have to. And by the way, it would have to be in that bandwidth for it to be real, because if it was hitting the 17s, then the then the then the then the um, the big money, the private equity guys or the um, or the hedge funds, they'd be all over it, and there wouldn't be any room for anybody and an individual investor. It'd be done. The market would be gone in Co- a day. Correct. Correct. <laughs> so no, it's, it's common sense. If you didn't tell me that, then it wasn't real. I'd be like, hold on, who vetted Sam to bring Sam on a show about money? What is this guy? What nonsense? What, what's this guy talking about? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and to be honest, you can you can hit those, but we don't ever go into it with that happening. Like we sold yeah. one a month ago that was just I mean, it, it was it was a freak accident. And suddenly we went, holy yeah. cow, like, you know, there's always going to be like mispricing in, in the, any market. But like, that's not the market just to give the list uh, an idea. No, I get it. Like completely. Um, Ab- otherwise, absolutely. it'd be a, a higher risk for sure. <laughs> absolutely. Um, 
So Sam, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on parking your investments, um, what's the best way for them to reach out and to connect and get more info? Sure. E easy. First off, you can always send me an email, which is sam at parkingyourinvestments.com. Uh, you can go to the website, which is parkingyourinvestments.com. You can call me direct. It's 901-310-5496. That'll ring my cell phone. Um, those are yeah, the top three ways to get a hold of me. Awesome. Well, hey, Sam, uh, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about all the great work you're doing over at Parking Your Investments to help your clients. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store. Um, if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Money, um, leave us some comments. And don't forget to subscribe, and let's keep the conversation going. So don't let it die here. want to hear your thoughts on uh, investing in parking and, and other real estate asset classes. So love to engage with you there. And uh, Sam, thanks again for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Adam. I do appreciate it.